To a Truckers Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fing. We're back, man. Episode 134, correct? Yep. All right. Yeah. 134, dude. Let's get right into it. Um, most people are pretty familiar with this guy that's been popping up. Um, his name is Nathan Apodaca, um, known as Dogface 208. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy basically broke the internet because uh, he was on his longboard uh, strolling down the street. Um, drinking some ocean spray strolling down the street on my long board oh that was perfect keith <laughs> put that right in there um but yeah um and i think it's a, there's a deeper reason why this went viral I, I think it's really cool um but we'll go over a little article i've seen it's pretty dope just kind of describing where this guy came from uh let's see right here all right nathan abadaka uh layback skateboarder on his bot on his what the hell? A laid-back skateboarder and his bottle of ocean spray, uh, cran raspberry juice, have inspired people to live a blissed-out life of dreams. Nathan Apodaca, 37, went viral for the morning vibe of TikTok video posted on September 25th that shows him leisurely skating on his longboard, sipping on a jug of ocean spray, and lip-syncing to Stevie Nicks' vocals from the Fleetwood Mac song, Dreams. I think another thing that's pretty dope is they... They talk about what ocean spray did for this guy. Uh, the reason why Apodaca was on a skate was on the skateboard in the first place was because his truck with more than 300,000 miles on it broke down. So he had to ride a longboard to work. Ocean spray made sure his truck woes are in the past by gifting him a brand new cranberry red truck with enough cans of his favorite drink to seemingly keep him sipping until 2022. I think this is beautiful. He also received tons of donations and stuff from people. Um, this guy lives, he lives in a, uh, in a trailer, mm-hmm. you know, and he's a father of two. Um, the thing that I found that was beautiful about this and what I really like about this the most is that, you know, this guy's two years older than me. So we basically grew up watching the same things and we have, you know, influences from our parents. And one of them is like Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac is awesome and they make good music and him playing that song. It wasn't like some pop culture stuff. You know how people do these fucking TikTok challenges and it's always these little weird dances Mm -hmm. but him going on a skateboard you know he didn't have a car but he's still smiling going down the street on his skateboard listening to Fleetwood Mac I think especially in this time the world is going through so much turmoil you know with the whole protesting and and the Antifa and the fucking uh, uh, what's the what's the the Proud Boys and fucking Mm -hmm. the, the election and all this shit and the coronavirus with yeah. all this fucking bullshit going on, this guy is going down the street on his longboard drinking some ocean spray juice. There's nothing that is. There, this is probably one of the most coolest things in 2020 so mm-hmm. far. You know, a cholo driving down, going down the street on a goddamn skateboard is probably one of the best, most refreshing things that I've seen. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, dope, man. I think that the, the good part about it is like. Even though he had his car broke down and, you know, whatever, he just used that as an opportunity to just create a positive yeah. know, vibe about it. You know, he yeah. wasn't down on himself. He Not was smiling, all. listening to music, drinking, you know, one of his favorite drinks. So I yeah. thought that was really cool. And then uh, I was the question I had was like and not that Fleetwood needs to do anything for him, mm-hmm. but just because I feel like they um, they he they um what he did 
is reintroduce this song to an entirely new generation, yeah. which is cool. Um, but the streaming numbers went crazy. Yeah. So not to say that they need to do anything, but, you know, just knowing the power of social media and and how little something can go like a long way. A hundred percent. I would have maybe like invited him out to the studio or, yeah. you know, just sent him an autograph or just something simple, a gesture of, of yeah. kindness because they made a lot of money off of his oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure they did. thing. And he probably made a lot of money, you know, in terms of, you, you know, other things also. You so. know who won more than anyone? <clears throat> who? Fucking TikTok. Oh, yeah. They turned it into a commercial. Yeah, it's a whole commercial with him yeah. headlining the commercial. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people that are doing the Dreams Challenge. What mm-hmm. I find that's dope about it, too, is like um, we kind of need something that's positive. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that a lot of these other challenges have been corny. I think this is a lot more organic because it comes from an organic place. I think if you ever been through something before where shit's fucked up, you know, I've been through a lot of shit, man. I've, I've had back in the day being super broke and I show up to work and then. By the time I leave work, the motherfuckers repossess my car. I remember yeah. when I was in college <laughs> and I was super broke. I went to work and uh, some dude showed up. He's like, hey, are you Eddie McGee? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, who are you? Oh, I'm here to take your car. Wow. Yeah. It's fucked up. That's sad. Man. I was like 23 years old, man. It was a terrible time. And, I, and then... And then, like, after that had happened, I was a little bit down, and then I'd start talking to friends and cracking jokes. But it's just basically finding the silver lining in the situation. Yeah. You know, this guy's truck broke down, and, you know, he still got enough um, joy within himself to post this video. I don't think he was trying to do anything either. I think Mm -hmm. it was just an organic video. But he did say he he took... Um, Gary Vee's advice, advice as far as just posting things. Yeah, who, who knows what his expectations were? But yeah, you know, he's just having a genuine moment. Yeah, he already had a, a social media was starting to roll a little bit for him. He mm-hmm. had been doing stuff for a while, like different dances and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was because you know he'd be doing all these dances wearing Nike Cortezes. Yeah, you know what's ironic about that is I'm actually wearing a pair of black Nike Cortezes right now. Eddie is Mexican. Yeah, what's up, What are they? <laughs> <laughs> tu sabes Eduardo Hey carnal <laughs> um, But I think that uh, That's I, that's the, the way it's supposed to work As far as um, You Rarely is there like this One hit wonder Usually when people pop off like this They already have a little bit of steam rolling So yeah, exactly. you know Even for us Like we have 134 episodes So If we happen to go viral with a You know A, a quote or a little joke we say here and there it's like primarily because we're consistently doing it but also because you know however many listens we have on that week right maybe they share it to their friend or their inbox or there you know you we share is a you know our brothers we share you know little jokes and videos and stuff on instagram pretty much every day so yeah, yeah. that's um that's just how it works so that's yeah. that's pretty cool i'm curious to see i haven't looked at his content but i'm curious to see what kind of stuff he he posted. right yeah i've checked his content out that's pretty cool stuff it's just basic stuff it's it's good it's good um it's good vibe stuff man yeah like you you'll look at his stuff like last week i showed a video he had he was just dancing it's like a lot of oldies, 80s music, yeah. you know, late 70s stuff, like vibey music. The stuff you grew up listening to when your parents had like get togethers and stuff. You know what would be pretty smart if I was. Um, um, so we're doing the documentary for the group Second to Nine. Uh-huh. If I was somebody like them, I would I don't know how he would do it, but I would reach out to them and be like, yo, 
dance to our song in a video and you know those two million followers or whatever or whatever video he puts together that's mm-hmm. just gonna boost your streams heck yeah that's yeah. dope mm-hmm. yeah that's true it'll boost your streams mm-hmm. i think what he's doing too is is in a way he's um he's i don't say capitalizing but he's winning based on the fact that he's using nostalgia yeah to catch people's eyes and i think that's dope man Finding the songs you like. I think whenever I'm like, when you get caught up in, you know, the shit show that's going on in the world, I like to drive down the highway and just turn on oldies. Sometimes I don't even like listening to no modern music. It kind of takes me away from all the current climate and what's going on in the world. You know, I listen to like war or fucking uh, the, the, what's the four tops, the shy lights, the spinners, Mm -hmm. um, uh, Billy Stewart. Like I listen to a lot of oldies. Yeah. And, I just get good vibes listening to it. So this guy, this guy is pretty awesome for what he's doing. Sometimes you want to release from um, the, the like the tone of today's music, right? right. I remember once I was uh, Mozzie. Mozzie drops a lot of music, so I yeah. I I listened to his album. I had turned it on, and then I had to turn it off. I was like, this is just too aggressive. It's too me. aggressive, especially yeah. like on top of um you know people out here dying and it's a, yeah. like a low-key gang war here and it's like bro i don't need to hear anybody talking about shooting people or yeah, doing drugs do or whatever no, i can't do not. that so that's like you know thing especially like the even like the tones of the music the the pianos and the synths and drums yeah. it's like it just sounds better to your to to the human ear than yeah. all this like 808s and all that you know loud in your face music yeah yeah that's true and you you kind of you kind of want to get away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, Snoop made a song recently. It was it's a, a like a collaboration. I forgot what it's called. I think uh-huh. It's called uh, I think it's called uh, Que Maldición. I think it's what it's called. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he had a song. Uh, who was it featuring? I could be wrong. I think it's called Que Maldición. And it's a dope song. Yeah, yeah it's called Que Maldición, and it's with uh, Banda MS. Yeah. What does that mean? I cannot remember. My Spanish is very flawed, but all this, all the lyrics are in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So Snoop Dogg rapping in Spanish. Yeah, it's Spanish and English. It ain't great Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like I, I actually speak it. Like I understand it better than I can speak it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Es que no sabes cuánto de la de la amor. No sabes cuánto de mi corazón. <laughs> you never heard this song? By no. Ah oh, well. How long has it been out? Not very long, man. Oh, then I definitely ain't heard it. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to me like I'm out of the loop. I'm like, damn. Yeah, man, where you been, bro? <laughs> you don't speak <laughs> Spanish, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's funny. Yeah, Switch, check it out. Switching gears. Um, Snoop Dogg. Okay, recently the Lakers... Uh, they just lost to the Miami Heat the other day, and it was upsetting because they were supposed to close the series out. But that's that's sports; it happens. It was frustrating, and and they also lost into the, in the in the new Kobe jerseys, which was yeah. a it was a huge letdown. They hadn't lost in those jerseys yet, and they wanted to bring home the title, and they didn't. Fans were losing their shit. Um, uh, at the end of the game, LeBron went up to take a last second shot, but he passed the ball out to Danny Green. Danny Green missed a wide open three. It happens, man. You're not going to make every shot. Well, to make a long story short, um, Snoop Dogg went to the Internet, as he usually does. Um, And this is no slight to Snoop Dogg, but just as a man, I got I have to say this. 
Snoop Dogg went to social media, went to Instagram, and he wrote on there, man, Danny Green is a bitch, right? Mm -hmm. Danny Green is a bitch. He had a wide open three, and he posted like a meme talking about him. First of all, I don't care who you are, whether you're Snoop Dogg, whoever, whoever it is. And if Snoop Dogg's listening to this, I got no, I got no quarrels with you, man. But you cannot call another grown man a bitch because they missed a shot. Yeah. I don't care how frustrated you get. I don't give a fuck who you think you are. I grew up on Snoop's music. I respect the guy, but you cannot call another grown man a bitch, especially when you don't know him. Because if you got to see him out in the world, you got to keep that same energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying Snoop's going to be scared of him, but if you don't know me when I don't know you, you need to keep your mouth to yourself. Yeah. There was a um, there was a guest that was on Joe Rogan uh, quite a while ago. Damn it. I wish I'd have had the clip. Fuck. But anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like a mixed martial arts guy, an ex-fighter. And for a little bit, they allowed Snoop Dogg to do announcing for MMA fights. And he was like, come on, cuz. Hit him in his face, cuz. Dang, you acting like a man. You acting like a bitch, man. Hit him, cuz. Like, and Snoop from the street. So that's how he talks. And the one of the guy was like, you know what? I don't I don't like Snoop announcing these fights. He he has no respect for these fighters. These fighters, um, they give their, their blood, sweat, and tears. And he's disrespectful, calling them soft, calling them weak. He doesn't know what these guys go through. And I thought the guy was overreacting. But then I, I really listened to it and I was like, you know what? He's right. You cannot call people weak, soft and bitches and punks when these guys fight for a living. Mm-hmm. But and not to mention, these guys are fighters. You're going to have to see them one day. And you and that apologizing ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop old, too. Yeah. You got to watch it. You're yeah. Not, you're not young Snoop Dogg no more. You're not baby boy Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I think that being from the streets is relative. Um so like I'm working on this documentary and like, well, I'll talk more about it in the future when it's like right. getting wrapped up and stuff. But that's what or what I'm starting to realize is that there's like there's um, there's entertainment and then there's like real life. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So for the most part, if you think about um, anybody that's an entertainer, like once 50 Cent had this idea about uh, Little Wayne and, you know, they had a little back and forth going on for a little bit in the. I think it was like the the mid two thousands or something like that, and um, he was saying like little if little Wayne is a blood, he's like when did he have the opportunity to do all these things? Right, because he came into the game when he was a teenager. Right, so when is he selling crack? When is he shooting people? When is he you know being a blood and all these things? Because um, he was owned from from such a young age. Right, right. So. Um, not to say that, you know, Snoop Dogg is Little Wayne. I don't I no, don't believe that entirely. But what no. I'm trying to say is like it's it's almost impossible impossible to be an entertainer and a, a gangster all in one. Yeah. For the most part, when you when you do sign your record deal, you're gonna move out of your your hood and you're gonna make music about the things that the people in the hood are doing. Right. So um I say that to say like it, all that gang stuff that doesn't that doesn't even apply to this situation. No, like he's just speaking out recklessly. Yeah, that's not cool. And um, and like you said, a, a lot of people, and it doesn't matter what hood or whatever you come from. You know, when you play in a a professional sport and you in the you know you in the four lines with other grown men, there's a certain level of uh, like machismo you need to have 100%. just to be on a battlefield with all these guys. So. I don't think that, you know, 
a lot of these people on Twitter and even Snoop Dogg would say that to Danny Green. No, so, no. I thought it was I thought it was completely classless by yeah. Snoop Dogg, bro. Yeah. You got to watch your mouth. I don't care who the fuck it is. I, this is why I respect every person, all men, women, whoever, because I don't care how frustrated you get. That's not a license to do shit like this. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I have two things. Like if if uh, if Snoop Dogg picked it up and was like. Man, fuck that nigga, Eddie McGee. He a bitch. <laughs> when I see you, I'm not going to press you because that's not who I am. Like, why are you calling me a bitch? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm just not going to fuck with you because you show me that I can't work with you, man. Like, you calling me bitches and I'm supposed to be OK with that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Most people, most men going to press you. you. You know, you cannot do this. And by the way, not only that, but um, Danny Green's fiance received death threats. Yeah. People are crazy. Fans are crazy. And I think that like when you're a person like Snoop Dogg, you can't do what you do because you lead a herd of people. There's a herd mentality. Mm-hmm. If they see you calling Danny Green a bitch, they're like, yeah, fuck Danny Green. <clears throat> fuck Danny Green and his wife and his kids. Mm-hmm. People crazy, man. Yeah. That people are literally not just fans. They're fanatics. And these are human beings. And I say yeah. that all the time because I feel like we we as as uh, sports fans don't realize that. And even right. a lot of times with commentators or whoever, they, they start to lose sight of like that. That's Danny green is a, a human being that 100%. missed a, That missed a shot. Like if you look at it on paper, Danny green, a human being missed a three pointer and that's all that happened. But for us as fans, you're so invested in someone else's team and stuff like that, just because we're fans, but that doesn't give you the license to, throw death threats at somebody and even his wife his wife had nothing to do with that yeah. shot she's just watching supporting her husband yeah so it's just it's just ridiculous like i think that i think that people um i, I wish there was a way where we could do like role reversals right 100 percent. so if that person that was throwing death threats at danny green worked at subway or something right and i wish i want danny green to go in there and get a nasty ass sandwich and then go home <laughs> And then send the the, 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 the sandwich artist a, a death threat. Like, you bum-ass nigga, why you see You can't put the mayonnaise and the lettuce on like I want you to. I'll kill you and all them bums back there making these goddamn sandwiches. My bread was soggy. Oh, man. You know what be crazy? What if Danny Green... Went in the subway, right? Let's, the same person was talking shit about him on Instagram. You find out where he works. Yeah. Goes in there, gets his sandwich, and he goes right to... He gets the guy's name, mm-hmm. everything. He got a picture of him. Like, who is this bitch-ass nigga that yeah. made my sandwich? Like and he this? go in there and shut 50 meatball marinaires down his throat so he choke. <laughs> oh, this tuna is old. <laughs> If you see this dude beat his ass, <laughs> somebody like Matt Barnes would do that. Oh yeah, and Matt Barnes would put or Stephen Jackson. Would put yeah, on yeah, man. Some of these guys, just because people are good athletes, or, <laughs> doesn't mean they're great people. But I, I mean, in this case, the, the fans watching it, and it was crazy too. Is I hear fans like, I would have threw, I would have had a better shot than him. I'm thinking no, like, you wouldn't. first of all, you probably out of shape. You yeah. don't know the game of basketball. You just on the couch. I gotta correct when people say shit like that. I gotta correct them. I was like, yeah, you, you wouldn't do, out. you wouldn't do shit, motherfucker. Yeah. Shut mm-hmm. up. Danny Green is also like the top five shooting percentages of all time in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you, no, you won't. You're not a better shooter than Danny Green. <laughs> 
Yeah, people are ridiculous, dude. Yeah. This this is not the first time because I'm a diehard Niner fan. And uh, years ago, we had a wide receiver named Kyle Williams that fumbled twice on the punt return or a kick return, mm-hmm. and he was getting death threats. They was calling him niggers and shit. Like, y'all get out of here, you nigger! You keep fumbling the ball, we'll kill you, and you'll never be in San Francisco again. I'm like, bruh, this is crazy, mm-hmm. bruh. Like people. People literally want to kill you. I hope that me and Keith never make it that big to where we want, people want to kill us. That would suck. We don't <laughs> play sports, though. We so. don't play sports, but we're still, we, we were, I guess we're considered media. Yeah. So when you, when, you know, you start to grow, you got people that hate listening to you. They, mm-hmm. The people that love us and there's people that listen, that listen to us because they hate us. Yeah. You have, you have hate listeners. Yeah. So you get enough hate listeners and they'll be like, yeah, I listened to your podcast today and I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> I was busting up with Charlemagne, read some hate mail that he got. Oh, and I didn't he see that. I don't know if I sent it to you. Mm-mm. He's like, you nothing, you piece of shit, you racist, waste of breath. <laughs> he said, the innocent, signed Enrique. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy. I, well, I always was um, kind of confused as to the the fans that will go into a like a guy like Kyle Williams' inbox and call him a nigger and all these things. Yeah, but. At the same time, be praising a guy like Alden Smith for getting a sack, or praising a you know a, a Michael Crabtree for catching a nice pass. But Man. it's like, as soon as a black athlete does anything wrong, he's a bunch of niggers. Ah man, I think this. I think that people are just nut jobs. I don't know how much race plays a role into it. I'm sure it does, but mm-hmm. there has been other athletes, uh, non-black athletes, white athletes that have been getting death threats also. Yeah. You're like, you piece of shit, motherfucker. You better get out of this town, boy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> the, I mean, the Dodgers pitcher got death threats uh-huh. years ago. can't remember his fucking name. He fucked the series. It'd God be a guy it. like Wes Walker that drops a pass, <clears> and then the guy would be like, you better start catching that ball. You're acting like a nigger out there. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> like, he white too. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. He's like, you let Black Lives Matter get in your You let Black Lives Matter get in your head. You better catch that damn ball. <laughs> Getting infiltrated by the BLM out there. You better catch that ball, you white nigger. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was aggressive. Wow. Wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> That was a hard R. That was one of those uh, those 1940s N words. Well, I remember what was those movies they used to have back in the day where it'd be like an old racist man, it'd be like, "Go on, get out of here, color boy. We don't want you in this town." Oh man, yeah. I, ultimately, man, stop taking this shit so serious. And Snoop Dogg, I got love for you, man, but you gotta you gotta watch how you move, dude. Like you you know better than that. If yeah. somebody was calling you bitches and didn't know you, you'd be like, you'd be, you'd want to press them because yeah. you're from the streets. You post, you what are you, a 20 crip, right? Rolling 20s. Rolling 20s. Mm-hmm. So you know better than that. You can't be disrespecting no man you don't know. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't cool, man. I don't care who it is. Like, and, and nobody wants to be called out of their name. Like if I just see some random woman and she doing something like, oh, she's stupid. She a hoe. She a bitch. Uh-uh. I don't know her. I'm not going to disrespect her yeah. or it's a dude, whatever. It's just, it's about respect. That's how I operate. Yeah. If I see you don't respect people, it's going to be hard for me to respect you. So, yeah. yeah. The, the sad thing is Snoop Dogg has a history of doing these kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Calling Gail King out of her name yeah. and a bunch of other people. It's just like, yeah. at what at what point do you like you go out of that? 
Not, yeah, that's bad. That's a character flaw mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. I, I told you what was that line from uh, Kanye? What he said? Mm-hmm. He said, "Don't fix your lips like Collins and then say something stupid. You end up apologizing yeah. or whatever." And it's don't the truth. Say something. You, and he took the thing down. Yeah, he took it down, thing. and he apologized to Gail King afterwards, or apologized for saying it at least. So yeah, you just gotta yeah. My thing is, you know, I don't have I don't apologize to people all the time. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't fuck with them in the first place. Yeah. I don't disrespect them in the first place. I watch my mouth. Yeah. And if I feel like I've gotten out of line, I don't even have to offend a person. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, uh, hey, man, I might have said this earlier, but I apologize, man. I was out of line. They'd be like, what are you talking about? I'd be like, yeah, I said this. He'd be like, oh, no, nah, you cool, man. I'd be like, no, nah, that's not cool. I'm sorry about that. They'd be like, oh, uh, OK. Yeah, I don't want people to think that it's okay for me to say anything. And if I feel like, because I, I think about it like this, how would you want somebody to talk to you? You know, mm-hmm. how would you about respect? It's about respect. Like mm-hmm. I want you to speak to me in a respectful tone. Yeah. And if I feel like I've gotten out of line with you, that I'm going to check myself. Yeah, yeah. I think also like what happens is a, a lot of these older cats be more addicted to social media than younger people bro like you know even if even if that was an idea you had man i wish danny green died and not that that's okay at all Fuck no. but if you just said that in your personal life it would just be it would just float into the air and then it would be done for but when you post it on social media the world sees it and like you said there's a bunch of people that are that are just following the leader so you know they're on there um seconding everything that you say so yeah, man. Yeah, <clears throat> just be cognizant of what you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, switching gears. Um, no one has their shit together. I remember me and Keith talked about um, on an earlier podcast about how important it is to try to get your shit together. But what does that really mean? That's also subjective, right? Um, what I mean by that is this: some people say I have my shit together, and they might be talking about finances, like you know. You know, my credit score is this way, my portfolio, I have this and this and that. And okay, fine. But why can't you can't run a lap around the fucking track without getting tired? Mm -hmm. You might be overweight. So do you really have your shit together? Yeah. Having your shit together encompasses more than finances. You know, uh, if you, you know, you can't fit clothes because you're too big or you're out of shape or whatever the case. Nobody completely has it all together. Mm-hmm. And you may have all these things, but you might be a fucking loose cannon. You might have an anger problem. Yeah. Like no one has their shit together. I don't. Keith doesn't. And the person listening to this podcast. Speak you for th- yourself. No. That- <laughs> uh, I don't think any even people you guys listen to now, you don't have your shit together, man. You Snoop fucking dog. Don't. No, Snoop Dogg definitely don't. <laughs> Snoop Dogg be Snoop Dogg is the only dude I know that, that would make a fucking Christian album and then turn around and be like, "You a bitch." What? <laughs> what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my god, Snoop, I forgot about the gospel. I forgot yeah, about the gospel. Yeah, god. Snoop has covered. He's went through the whole gamut of music. Like he's <laughs> he's made. Only thing he hasn't made is a rock album. Yeah, he did. Uh, he's done a collaboration with uh, with uh, uh, MS Banda, the one I just had mm-hmm. right now. Uh, he did freaking a whole bunch of stuff, but then you calling people bitches, man. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah, but anyways, mm-hmm. just just the concept of having your shit together is is really not only is it subjective, it's kind of not real. Yeah, because we have we we have I think we have strong attributes in certain areas, 
but we're failing in other ones. Mm -hmm. We're completely fucking failing. Yeah. Right. And I I think that's true to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I think that, um, it's, uh, it's 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 something that you should strive for, but it's something I don't think you ever really reach because um, it's it's just like constantly moving, kind of like that the horse with the little carrot dangling from it or whatever. Right. Um, that's the idea. But um, that's that's I think that's why, you know, when it comes to, you know, in references to like building relationships, it's almost like you it's um, not really a double edged sword, but it's something that you have to you have to uh, cope with certain things and you have to f- figure out the things that you want to actually put aside or like, um, um, compromise on, 100%. you know what I mean? So right. if, you, if you, so the guy and we talked about it before, but like the guy that has, um, goals, aspirations and stuff like that, but he may work at Starbucks, mm, you know what I mean? Right, you you have you to make a decision as, as to like, I love this person and you know i I love the way they think et cetera et cetera but also like i know at this current time he doesn't have his life in order he doesn't have it all together so i think that's um that's one of those things that we got got to get over but also like it's um you have to you know you have to look at yourself and look at the person in the mirror and start to think as to like the things where you're lacking at 100 there's there's certain aspects of of myself where I know I need to get better at. Same here. So I think that um, as long as you have that inside you and know that you're not a perfect human being, no matter how successful you may think you are, no matter, you know, how much money you you have saved up or whatever, you know that there's certain aspects of your life you could get better at. 100%. um, I think that's all that really matters. Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I was listening. I caught this little snippet of an interview and this girl was like, yeah, you know, on the, my first date, I asked him straight up. So what's your credit score? I need to see it. You need to prove to me what your credit score is. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, what the fuck is wrong with people, man? Yeah. This is the metric that you use to determine if a man is a good man is his credit score. Are you a fucking idiot? Yeah. Like, I mean, my credit has been horrible before. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. And I wasn't a bad person. I just had fucked up credit at the time. You know? I still had good dick, but my credit score right. was bad. So. Yeah, the dick was an 800. <laughs> <laughs> but dick had a, a good uh, a, a transunion uh, Equifax <laughs> experience. <laughs> a, dick, uh, a dick with facts. <laughs> yeah, no late payments on your dick report. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> oh my god I wonder if that's the name of the podcast <laughs> dick with facts <laughs> oh man that's funny yeah yeah but it's sad man she's like I, he needs to show me his credit report like yeah. he, I need to see I need to see this I'm thinking like on the first date that's ridiculous. You're never gonna fucking be happy, man. It's just so much. It's so much more to learn about a person, right? Um, on the first date, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, what do you do for a living, and all these kind of things. Like, yeah. You know, why would a credit? Imagine this though. What if you be like, well, like, look, I don't. I'm not showing you my credit before, but I can show you my dick with facts. <laughs> <laughs> And you just pull up a bunch of screenshots of girls saying, oh, my gosh, it was so good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I choked on it. You know, you know how they give you like what they call those reviews. Um, uh, What they call those not Yelps. I think they call them. 
Yeah. Oh, they'd be like, uh, it'd be one girl that'd be salty, like, I ain't never talking to him. <laughs> he didn't text me back, but the dick was bomb. <laughs> girl, some girl put five stars As and put a bunch of apostrophes. He made me come four <laughs> times. <laughs> you know, Fiverr, how it has like the different rating systems. Yeah, so yeah. it's like communication, right. and expectations, right. and all those things. It'd right. be like communication is one, but the expectations was like five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious, man. Yeah, but none of us have it together. None of us. Even you listening right now, I don't care how great you think you are. No one has their shit together. Yeah. Like, no one has it. It's, it's subjective for one. And two, you're, you're thriving in some areas and you're fucking struggling in others. Mm-hmm. All of us are. Every single one of us. Yeah. Like, I've been in the trucking industry now for now it's been five years. But those first two and a half years was not that great. Yeah. I was paying my dues in the trucking industry. So I wasn't making a ton of money then. You know, you got to pay your dues and you can't yeah. really get good jobs until you get around two years of experience. Yeah. I didn't start making decent money till around three years ago. Yeah. So I, I don't, that's why I never, I don't like to judge people based off where they are because they're still ascending. They're yeah. still growing. They're yeah. still, you know, so yeah. I just think it's funny how people will automatically think that their shit's in order because it's from a financial standpoint. Yeah. Or like if they're in really good shape. But what's the point of having muscles when you broke? That's real. You, now you this this buff guy with no fucking money? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a real thing as far as like what you were saying about how you uh you know, you bet you're barely getting your footing under you as far as the trucking industry. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, a lot of times People. So if you if you just think about the average person and, you know, where how their their course of life goes. Right. Um, you you graduate high school at like 18. Uh-huh. You might go to college. You you may graduate within the that four year range or you might right. extend it a little more. You might graduate at like 24, 25 years old or something yeah. like that. And then from there, it takes a little bit of time in order to put in some resumes, <coughs> fill out some applications, do an internship or something like that. So. It may not really be until you're like 27, 28 years old to where you actually start getting actual uh, traction in your field. Mm. So that's why it's just like if you are if these women out there, whomever, who are looking for someone with a good credit score or something like that, like if you're expecting these people to have them, you know, at our age, um, it's just it's almost unrealistic. It's different for someone who's 40, 45 if they still running the streets and hidden holes and all this, right. it's, it's probably too late for them. Yeah. But for, for us, it's still, we still have, if you see somebody on the right course, it's like, I think that's enough to say like, Hey, they, they're, they're, they're some, they're on the right track. A hundred percent. It's just about being on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that especially, that's a great point, Keith. That was mm-hmm. a really good point. Yeah. I just think, you know, I don't be like, Oh yeah, she got to do this or she got to blah, blah, blah. It's just like, yo, at least, Let's have a parallel way of thinking mm-hmm. and be going in the same. We just all you got to do is really be going in the same direction. Facts. Yeah. And have something have something that represents, you know, where you're going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's just something to take into consideration, man. Mm-hmm. There's um, just to, to help you look at yourself. Mm-hmm. We have a problem doing that. Yeah, I, I think I don't now, but it's still some shit. I have blind spots. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Keith does. You have blind spots too, especially driving trucks. Well, I can't have blind spots doing that. <laughs> you got a blind spot driving a truck. <laughs> I mean, obviously there is a such thing as yeah. a blind spot on a truck, but mm-hmm. what you what you do to um, to 
counteract that is the way you take your time and look in the mirrors and make yeah. sure there's no one coming. Yeah. You know, when you get over to the lane, don't switch over to the lane so quick. It's, it's just about being hyper aware yeah. of your surroundings. Um, Same with the, the whole fi- what, what is the name of the topic again? Uh, which one? The one we're talking about, currently. Oh, yeah. It, it, well, having no, it all together. Yeah, yeah no one same has with having, it. Yeah, same with having it all together. <clears throat> you have to um, just be aware of your surroundings or yeah. be aware of yourself more so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, that's why I just gave the different the different mm-hmm. examples of the person who's financially sound, but they can't mm-hmm. run one lap around the fucking track without yeah. getting tired. Mm-hmm. You know, or they're probably a little <clears throat> out of shape or they are in shape. They they're in great shape, but they're fucking broke. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> you got everybody needs work, bro. No one has it all. Together. No one has it all together. Yeah. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. That's why when some, when people try to act like, yeah, well, if they ain't doing this, I can't mess with them. And it's yeah. like, dude, you ain't nobody. Yeah. You can't judge her. You ain't got your shit all the way in order. That, you know? Yeah, that's uh, it. Kind of goes back to that idea we had about like putting your expectations on people. Right. Right. So sometimes like. You know, for me, and like I like I said, I don't have it all together. But sometimes for me, I, like I would look at certain people and I'd be like, yo, why don't they do this? And why don't mm-hmm. they get a job? Or why don't they right. do this? And it's just like, I have to stop thinking that way because Same I here. don't even have it all together. A hundred percent. I don't even have a job. Right. But you know, that's, that's not how you work. Though. <laughs> yeah. Keith's an entrepreneur, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something interesting about Keith. Like the way I don't want to tell all of his fucking business, but mm-hmm. the way Keith makes money is very, uh, it's very creative. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and and I don't want to give it away, but there's a lot of things he gets mm-hmm. that are in demand that he sells and makes money off it, and then he buys more shit, makes money off that, sells that, and he creates things and does mm-hmm. editing. He makes money based off of like, um creative like his creative experience allows mm-hmm. him to make money mm-hmm. and i think it's really awesome yeah i think it's a pretty decent way to make money yeah and he's sustained he's sustained this lifestyle you know yeah. yeah and it's pretty dope man you know and what's, what's cool too is and i'm not making it like we're rich we're not but <laughs> we got a studio that we we work as a collaborative out of and stuff yeah. and there's a lot of people that don't have things like this yeah they just don't a lot of people come here and be like yo like how much you pay for <laughs> rent <laughs> like bro it's pretty easy like, if you you know yeah. set aside a little bit of money you save some money dude yeah. i mean some dudes spend more on pussy than they do on their dreams oh god it's sad man you spend more on going to strip clubs than you than you like me and keith do this podcast but the long the long we're playing the long game this yeah. This is going this is something we um uh we feel is going to be very lucrative for us yeah we know the landscape of the podcasting world so we continue to invest but we're not we're not doing it because of money we love doing it but we know we could get fucking paid yeah okay mm-hmm. we know we can get paid yeah but you just got to invest into that yeah um that's real yeah and that's yeah. why i'll be thinking sometimes as far as like you know a lot of the things we're doing and um, they're not at a state in they're not at a point to where right. we're making a lot of money off of these things. But yeah. um, I'm just like, I'm ready for it. A hundred percent. These things to start paying off. A hundred percent. But what... I'm willing to just fork out as much money as needed to mm-hmm. in order to make it going until we can make money. A hundred percent. The conversations me and Keith have be like, <clears throat> hey, Eddie, I found this camera for this much. I'm like, all right, I'm going to send you this much. And he's like, all right, I got the rest. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, damn, you, and then he'll end up getting a more expensive camera or something. I'll be like, mm-hmm. all right, man, let me use like, no, nah, I already got that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> I just get, I get it, man. It's yeah. like I know this is going to 
pay for itself. hundred percent. I know this podcast equipment, this laptop, all this stuff is going to pay for itself eventually. Yeah. So it's not even a. Yeah. If you, if you, put, especially, you know, I don't want to jump too far off topic. If you say you're serious about this podcast and shit, get some fucking equipment. Yeah. People are tired of hearing you sounding like, you know, you sound like fucking uh, Charlie Brown's mom off Charlie Brown. You got to get equipment. You got to get equipment. Listen to me. Listen to me very closely. You have to get equipment. Yeah. Because the shit you're using is not great. Cutting it, man. It's, it's not cutting it. But you have to consider too that you're a nobody, and it's not in a, in a bad sense. But you're not in a celebrity that people will religiously listen to. Because what people love to do is support celebrities, but not their friends, right? Yeah. And there's probably some people that I know that probably never listen to the fucking podcast, which yeah. is fine by me. But I know I'm doing my best to get the content out to the people. I know these mics are making me and Keith sound better than a lot of top podcasts. Yeah. Right. So. In order for people to take you seriously, start doing doing the groundwork, man. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And then uh, and uh, get your shit together, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> get your dick with facts up. Yeah, you know, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> um, I see. So, primarily in entertainment, right? The right. the aesthetic tends to. Um, let you know if it's quality or not. Mm, so, facts. like for for example, um, when it comes to like screenwriting and making movies, um, a lot of people will say like if your screenplay isn't structured right, uh-huh. there's a certain structure that screenplays. There's a format screenplays are supposed to look like. They know by looking at the first two or three pages, if it's not structured right, it's not a good screenplay. There you go. So it's not a thing to where like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't really know how to structure screenplays, but this is the one. It's like, that's not real. That's, that's not, not real. a real thing. No. Same thing with songs. Like if your song isn't mixed and mastered, it's probably not that good of a song. Yeah. And, you know, rarely is it ever a thing to where it's like, oh, if I get it mixed by, you know, Nate or whatever, like this is going to be the one. Nah. It's like, that's not how it that's really not how how works. works man. Same thing with podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's like if your audio is trash. Mm-hmm. Then you probably don't care enough, and you probably mm-hmm. don't put that much work into 100 your podcast. Yeah, I just like I think at this point, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but when it comes to this podcast shit, me and Keith got our shit together. Yeah, I'm just being honest. We got our shit together from a sense of that we we continue to invest in sound equipment and uh, upgrading everything. Mm-hmm. Now there'll be people be there'll be people like yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm working on this, man. But, you know, we can we pretty consistent. You know, we drop like, you know, once every other month or so. And I'm thinking like that's not consistent. That's not consistent, man. man. We've been dropping every week for over two fucking years, yeah. man. You talking to the wrong people. The man. world is going by. Yeah. And you're missing opportunities to get better at yeah. your podcast. Right. You're missing opportunities for people to believe in what you're doing. Yeah. It's hard to invest in someone that doesn't invest in themselves. Yeah. We just we just had Zylo on the podcast and if anyone out there is like this uh, once every other month podcaster, if you've seen how how much money he's investing and doing interviews right. and pulling up on people and stuff like that, um, you will realize you're not working hard enough. Uh-uh. And you're doing yourself a disservice because somebody out there that is far more accomplished than you is working harder than you. Yeah. It's like, why is LeBron James the hardest working person in the NBA when right. he got the most rings out of all these people in the finals right now yeah and you know what happens too is i think people start to reach out i think you start to develop this network of people whenever you're doing work and you think that you're just you know you're just passionate about something but other people start to notice 
you know, we start getting connections with different people. Things are starting to look up for us, especially. I'm not going to go into too much, but yeah, I've got, you know, buddies that have reached out to me regarding certain things or certain interviews in different cities and things of that nature. Yeah. And it's just based off of what we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we, we strayed way away from the topic. Uh, switching gears. Uh, <laughs> Mike Pence. Uh, well, basically, there was a vice presidential debate. And the only thing people really took away from it, the most polarizing thing was that goddamn fly on Mike Pence's head. Yeah. And it's crazy. I've never seen a fly like this, man. <laughs> Somebody said that Mike Pence must have had honey in his head. <laughs> like that. that fly was meditating. Yeah. I think the funniest meme I've seen was uh, they zoomed in on the fly and then the fly was drinking ocean spray. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Listening now to Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> you want your freedom. <laughs> That's funny. That shit was hilarious, man. And yeah. Mike Pence's hair is crazy, dude. I think when I be thinking about these memes and how these memes be going viral, yeah, um, that's one of those things where I'd be like, yo, these people are very fast. Yes. Because, like, you know, if you have an idea, it's almost like it's almost too late. Yeah. Like, because I didn't watch it in real time. So if, even if, because um, you had told me about it on the phone. So even if I heard about it then, it would be like, dang, I'm already late to the party. I can't even post a meme or create a little yeah. graphic or whatever if yeah. I wanted to. It it was a it was a viral moment, especially for liberals because they was waiting. Most liberals are so bland yeah. that they don't really have good clapbacks. Like conservatives usually be saying like fucked up shit, but it's like so catchy that liberals yeah. can't catch up. Can't, can't, like they can't catch up. Yeah. I remember uh, they were selling from I think it was I don't know if it was Trump's website. Mm -hmm. It was a you ain't black shirt right uh -huh. from uh, when when uh, Biden said that dumb yeah. shit. And everybody was laughing. It was funny. I was like, you know what? That's fucking clever. Yeah. That's clever what the conservatives did with that shirt. Yeah. Now, when that goddamn fly went in Pence's head, they got they got shirts from a website. And I think it says, like, no fly zone or something uh, like that. <laughs> and Joe Biden is. I'm sleeping, bro. I could be selling these shirts. Oh, I'm man. tripping. It's a picture of Joe Biden with a, sw uh, sl a fly swatter. Nah. I'm like, this is fucking genius. It, what he, what they did is they basically just pulled a Trump on Trump. Yeah. And they used Mike uh, Mike Pence's hair with the fucking fly in it to yeah. do it. Yeah. But what I will say is this. Is this debate was a lot more presidential than the actual presidential debate. Yeah. I think that Mike Pence and Kamala Harris did a much better job yeah. of coexisting on that stage. Um, there was some cutoffs here and there, but I think Mike Pence did a good job and I felt Kamala did a great job. Mm -hmm. uh, overall, it was a lot better to watch, but that fly stole the fucking show, man. Yeah. No, but it's, How are you supposed to have a serious conversation with? That's like having a serious conversation with a booger in your nose. Right. You got a big, huge, rocky booger yeah. in there. You should, You're trying to talk to me. You know what's weird, too? You ever seen somebody that has a lot of nose hair? Yeah. Oh, so nasty. They always get fucking and boogers in hang, it. hanging out. Like, bro, clip that. Bro, I seen... I, <laughs> <laughs> it was a dude who used to live by me, mm -hmm. and he had long fucking nose hairs. Like, they... Yeah. Thick, long nose hairs. I'm like, dude, how do you fucking breathe? You, you feel it, too, though. Oh, you can feel it. Because, yeah. like, 
I know for me, like if I, if I, um, especially if my, my mustache is lower, yeah. if I feel like going up, yeah, you just I feel it that. flying around. You feel it on your lip. You're like, it. what is what this? What the fuck is this? And I just yank it out. Yeah. With me, I, I got some. Daddy I just, Yankee. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy Yankee. <laughs> Daddy Yankee. <laughs> remember that song you came out with back in the day? You don't remember? Yeah. Na, 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 they was they was dominant. It was at like a three four year stretch. Oh, yeah. They was dominant. Reggaeton back yeah. in college, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit was slapping in college. Yeah, but like most, of the, what kind of like ruined regga- uh, reggaeton is the they got the same tempo for every song. Yeah, it's it started like, to sound the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the next song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 That was funny. They made a little bit of a comeback uh, uh, like earlier this year. Yeah, but um, it's a little, it's a little, you know, it's it's artists that kind of spawned off of that. Mm-hmm. But I think like the Godfather of reggaeton is Daddy Yankee. Yeah, they got guys like Jay Balvin. Yeah, Jay Balvin. People like that. They got a fucking Jay Balvin meal at McDonald's now. Yeah, you seen I seen it? that as a McFlurry. Yo, black and brown folks, I need you to listen very closely. They trying to kill us. Oh yeah, they got first they got Travis Scott. Now they got Jay Balvin. They trying to get the blacks and Latinos to <laughs> die at McDonald's, kill. man. <laughs> trying to kill us, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny. They said that um, the the this past quarter the sales had went up Crazy. from the Travis Scott meals. Wow, like three percent, three point four percent. or What's something. next, man? I don't know. What's next? The fucking Dr. Dre burger. The Dr. Dre burger. He's like, oh, y'all gonna like this. Dang. Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> I wonder what the Snoop Dogg burger be. There like. was some there was some jokes that was said over the weekend. I won't say I'm on there because I don't want to incriminate anybody, but I was rolling. What happened? It was about Dr. Dre, but I, I don't want to say it on there because Wait, what, what happened? What happened? I was saying there was some jokes that were said about Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't want to say it on air, I, but I was just said it to remind myself to tell oh, you. Oh, you heard him the other day when you was at yeah. the... Yeah. Oh, okay. Not about him, but just about like his, you know, relationships and stuff. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, Keith, thanks for sharing nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think that presidential debates aren't supposed to be funny. Yeah. You know, they're not supposed to be funny. They're supposed to be... Is that a fly out there, man? No, I was a pigeon. Oh, okay. Flew up on the fucking window. Yeah. Yeah, me and Keith are up here on the fifth floor. It's fucking I'm not gonna Pigeons tell you. be out here. I don't want to tell you where we're at. I don't want you we're to in pop New York. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't know what to expect going forward. All I can say is vote, man. Just vote. Yeah, please. I, do. I'm not I'm not gonna tell you who the fuck you should vote for. That's none of my business. Do you do you, what I realized telling you this earlier, but what I realize is that people that are actually um, promoting voting are typically liberals. Yeah, they're typically liberal. But here's the thing, though. We talked about this earlier about how uh, uh, celebrities that usually come out to uh, about voting, mm-hmm. they do lean left and they uh, like like The Rock came out in support for Biden and Harris. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not bad. That's cool. But like, what the fuck does this really do? Yeah. You know, what does this, what does this really do? I I'm know voting for Harris and Biden. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you vote for I'm Biden. For, I'm voting for Joe Biden for, for vice president. You voting for Kamala, bro. <laughs> you voting for Kamala, bro. You're not voting for Biden because Biden doesn't know where the fuck he is. Yeah. He'll be like, did we win? <laughs> like, Joe, we've been here for four years already. <laughs> 
Joe, Joe Biden cannot do a second term. He cannot do a second term. He's got one term left in him. That's it. That's all the fuck he's got. After that, after what's that noise? You hear that? Yeah. I mean, somebody was yelling in the hallway back there. Supposedly, some had, someone had broke in here last uh, last Sunday or something. Really? They was trying to get into rooms or broke into rooms or no something. No way. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. But. Wow. So it probably was a ghost. Yeah. This place seems like it would be haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Did you hear that shit? Yeah, that's uh, loud. Wow. Somebody's having sex. Um, that was, that's some loud sex. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, I'm fucking hurting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's move on. Switching gears. <clears throat> so this is what 800 credit score dick feels like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang, that's crazy. Oh, man. Oh, you like that dick with facts, huh? <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why I thought about it. You ever seen a commercial, the JG Wentworth commercials? Uh-huh. Called uh uh it was it think it's uh it's my money and I want it now. Yeah. I, was, I don't know why I was thinking about that. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, all right, switching gears. Um the, the dude that the, the officer that killed George <clears throat> Floyd, Derek Chauvin, uh just posted bail. All right, let's read a little bit about this. All right. Where is that? You know the fucking all right, and here it is. <coughs> Derek Chauvin can leave Minnesota due to safety concerns, just says. The former Minneapolis officer charged in the killing of George Floyd will be allowed to live in the neighboring state while he awaits trial due to safety concerns. Uh, Derek Chauvin, a former Minneapolis police officer charged in the killing of George Floyd, can leave Minnesota due to safety concerns, the judge said Friday. Chauvin, 44, is facing murder and manslaughter charges after video showed him kneeling on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes during an arrest on May 25th. Eight he, minutes and 46, <laughs> 46 seconds. 46 seconds. Don't leave them 46 seconds out. Mm-hmm. We've seen it, motherfuckers. All right. He was charged in the late May and was in custody for months prior to his release from jail. Wednesday on $1 million bond. Who the fuck gave him a million dollars? That's my question. The police department. Yeah, either the department or a bunch of motherfuckers that uh, hate black people. They gave him money. Um, Proud uh, boys. (laughs) You're like, take this donation from the Proud Boys. You're going to like this a lot. Uh, 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 Hennepin County judge said in a ruling Friday that the Department of Corrections provided evidence that unidentified safety concerns have arisen in Chauvin's uh, pre-trial condition, conditional release. As a result, the judge ruled that he was modifying the conditions of release to allow the former officer to leave either Minnesota or the neighboring state. Uh, under the previous bond conditions, Chauvin could not leave Minnesota. Uh, the judge's orders also said that Chauvin will have no permanent address in the court public information system, but will report his new address uh, to the conditional release officer who can share with the whatever <laughs> county, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here's my problem. People will say, oh, man, this is white privilege. I'm not going to say that. This is cop privilege. Yeah. If you kill somebody on TV, on fucking, if, if it makes the internet and it goes viral that you killed a man and he was being choked out with a knee on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, you don't deserve any conditional nothing. You are a fucking murderer. Bottom line. Period. Why the fuck do you get bail? Why do you get bail? The average Joe Blow would not get bail if you murder someone on TV. Oh, no. You, you, nobody's going to give a fuck about you. Yeah. If, if Okay, for example, let me give you uh, an example of the disparities that go on from uh, the average citizen versus police. 
my uncle committed a federal drug charge. He did his time. He's like, you know what? I got busted. Right. So he does his time. He's locked up for 13 years. But an officer in Bakersfield, Logan August. Right. I'll just drop his name. You could Google him. This motherfucker stole police evidence and still has not been locked up yet. That's sad. This guy's still walking around waiting for his trial. Yeah. This motherfucker should be in prison. Yeah. But he's still walking around. Why do I call this cop privilege? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you want to say, if I said white privilege, he's like, well, you're being racist. Let's take out the white. Take it out. This is cop privilege. Cops live above the law. They live above <clears throat> the law. They know exactly what to do to break the law. They know all the parameters. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker broke the law. I have I know some officers that are great guys. I have old teammates. Mm-hmm. We play football together that they play. They they work for b- the Bakersfield Police Department. Some coaches that I know work for the Bakersfield Police Department. Mm-hmm. Great guys. Mm-hmm. But I have no f- remorse, feelings, nothing for a piece of shit officer. Your job is to protect and serve. You are a public servant. We yeah. don't work for you. You work for us. Yeah. So when you kill us. As citizens, you need to be treated like a fucking criminal because a criminal is not given the opportunity like this to just bail out. You know what? As far as like the 13th Amendment goes, it essentially says that, um, you know, they started to move the needle as far as slavery or move the goalpost as far as slavery was concerned. Right, right, right. Like you're right. not you. You can't be a slave until you do something that, you know, that a criminal act that will, end, right. you know, end you up in prison or whatever. Um so we have to treat police officers like that. 100%. You know what I mean? As soon as you discredit or disrespect your badge by doing something um, illegal, then you should, all that privilege should be removed. You 100%. should be stripped down and, you know, now you're a normal citizen again or a slave. Very true. Uh-huh. I think that there should, there should be, um, um, I think the penalty should be more steep when an officer commits a crime. Yeah. Because as an officer, you've been sworn an oath to not do these things. So when you are caught by your department or you are caught by whomever on video doing something you have no business doing and the officers around you are also not helping you do it, they should all be charged with the murder of the person. Mm -hmm. So you mean to tell me no one there had the moral compass to say, hey, that's enough, man. Stop. You're killing him. Everybody just sat. They just sat there and watched him do it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, dog, as a man and as an adult, that's a a cop. Being a cop is a serious job. I don't know all the ins and outs. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's somebody listening right now like you don't know what cops go through and you don't know. You're just talking bad about the police. Let me be clear. I'm a truck driver. One of the most dangerous jobs in the world. But I signed up for it and I know exactly what the fuck it entails. On the way home the other night, I seen a truck flip the fuck over. Mm -hmm. Okay, on I-5, it was flipped over. I know that could be me. Okay, so that's why I take it serious. This is not some shit that you sign up for and act like you don't know what it's about when something happens. Yeah. These motherfuckers know exactly what they're doing. They need to be locked up. Yeah. There's truck drivers also on the road driving around sleepy, killing people. They need to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. So as a driver that that has been driving now for five years. If I'm the type of guy that wants everyone to be held accountable, especially drivers, you're not going to hear me say, yeah, most truck drivers are good people. They're good drivers. I could never say that. Yeah. I don't know what these motherfuckers are. I've seen a bunch of truck drivers, terrible drivers. Yeah. Running people off the road and, you know, speeding and driving sleepy and all this shit. Swerving. Swerving into people. Yeah. Not giving a fuck. Always on their phone all day. I know you guys are going to talk shit to me because you see me on my phone at work. <laughs> on Instagram, yeah. but usually when I'm on my phone on Instagram, I'm, it's an open road. I'm by myself, 
yeah. my eyes are on the road and I have my phone. Look, I know I shouldn't be on it. Sometimes I just want mm-hmm. to get on it, okay? Niggas a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a hypocrite, okay? <laughs> no, I have. But my- I, remember I was once talking to you on the phone. It was probably super late. Uh-huh. Um, and some car was just swerving, like, just, this truck was swerving for miles and miles and yeah. miles, and I was, he was like, like "Man, should I pass it or should I be behind it?" I was like, "You got to get it past this motherfucker." Yeah. I was driving like forty miles per hour, just waiting behind him. Yeah, he was like, "Should I get by him?" I was like, "Yeah, get by that motherfucker." Yeah, I just smashed by him yeah. eventually. What I do is when a guy's doing that <clears> on the road, I put my high beams on him to fuck him up because if my high beams are on him, they're in his window, right? Yeah. Now he's like, "Oh fuck!" And you're waking him up, and then you keep blowing the horn. I kept blowing my air horn at this asshole, and then uh, I blew by him. But to get by this guy, I probably was going almost 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Easy. I just floored it. <laughs> Flew by him because this guy got mad, and when I passed him, he sped up. That's I'm stupid, like, you fucking man. dickhead. You, you asshole. And mind you, at the time, I had an empty tanker. So that's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. I could fucking explode passing this dickhead, but I had to get by him. And I said, you know what? My life is more important than than this i gotta blow i gotta blow by this guy mm-hmm. and if chp pulls me over i'm gonna tell him hey it's the motherfucker that passed that i passed back there he was driving crazy I had to get by him yeah yeah save but, your life yeah but to make a long story short I, I just think this is a uh this is a example of cop privilege man yeah you know these guys got you gotta start locking these motherfuckers up when they do something wrong they gotta be penalized mm-hmm. and i'm talking about they need to be penalized harsher than the average citizen because they know what they're doing it's conscious Especially when you're trained to do this job, man. Come on, dude. Yeah. There's a certain... I don't even think... And, and no disrespect to police officers, but it's not that prestigious of a job to right. be like making it as if these guys can't do anything wrong. Like right. they, they get slaps on the wrist continuously. So it's not even about murdering um, George Floyd. It's about the cops that's still in evidence. The cop that's... Yes. The sheriff's that's selling drugs and they get you know, two years in prison or something like that. It's just like when when these people break the law, they need to be treated like the people that they're arresting. That's yeah. all that I asked for. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that there's there are people that find a problem with these things. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I can't tell police how to police. I have no idea what that job really entails. I, I know something, but I'm not going to go as far as saying abolish the police. Yeah. Now, I remember Colin recently posted something. He said, abolish the police. And I'm thinking, like, I'm, I'm with you, Colin, but you're wrong there. Like, yeah. we, we can't even stop ourselves from fighting over fucking toilet paper, dude. There's no, there's no yeah. way you get rid of the cops. Now there won't be any goddamn toilet paper now. Yeah. We're going to be wiping our asses with T-shirts if you ain't got no cops to do <laughs> nothing, man. Yeah. 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 But uh, there's that. Um, switching gears. Um why it's important why how important good energy is excuse mm-hmm. me um good energy is important i think that we we what we do is we don't realize that we could become a product of the energy that's around us and i know this is the conversation that's a little oversaturated where you hear people talk about energy all the time but what what you don't get is is if you got three friends that's talking negatively about something and only and you're around those people that will start to sculpt your view of the world. So when I'm around Keith and we're having certain conversations and then we get around other people, we kind of are on the same wavelength as far as energy. We're all trying to do something big. I think that you got to be a little bit crazy to believe you're going to make it in media. So I think me and Keith have that idea. Keith yeah, wants I'm to, a little crazy. Yeah, Keith wants to definitely direct some films. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to be a part of this huge media company platform deal. We have other things we're working on that we don't really want to disclose. But I think you got to be a little bit crazy. And if you're around people like that, you start to develop a network of people with good energy that are going the same direction as you. Yeah. I think this is true in dating. This is true in business. This is true. And just in general and from the dating realm, you know, um, you start to see that energy early mm-hmm. and you just like, yo, like I just, 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 especially when you get older, you notice the person's energy a lot more. Mm-hmm. So you just like, yo, this is just not going to fucking work. Yeah. She has nice breasts, but this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a, that's an interesting thing. Like I I think um especially when it comes to like with like dating energy, which you realize like, you know, if you start to really like a person, yeah. Um you will be like on the same like you 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 will subconsciously like the person, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happens is there's certain things that kind of um, affirm your your what you were already feeling there internally. There you go. So it could be like, um, say you're two people that like anime, mm-hmm. um, but you don't you don't know yet. You know, you went on the first day. Y'all mm-hmm. talked about work and you know what you do for a living, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And then you texting her two, three days later and she's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm just like, oh, I'm chilling. Shit. And then she's like, oh, I'm just watching Dragon Ball Z or something like that. And you're like, oh, my God, you like shit. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And then you, so y'all just like link like that. But that's like the type of type of energy that you should like look for in a relationship. Obviously, that's just icing on the cake. But right. like those kind of things like really let you know, like you and you in the right space with somebody. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's certain things that kind of it could be something it could be something small too uh-huh. that kind of affirms like like what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good. It's good to be around people with good energy, man. Like yeah. I, I'm not gonna drop no names, but me and Keith were about to start a podcast um, quite a while ago, and uh, there were some people around having a conversation, just a mindless conversation, you know, about who got the biggest titties, who got the biggest booty, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then me and Keith was just like not involved in this conversation. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like, yo, this is just bad energy. Yeah. I was like, I'll be glad when these people, uh, you know, go on and get about their business. Yeah. Because like, I don't, I don't have these conversations. Do you start, you start to see that, um, that type of energy attracts that person that are on the same way. Exactly. You know, so it's just like, it just kind of gets annoying after a while. Like you start to, especially when you primarily surrounded by people that are like doing things. A hundred percent. Yeah. And especially those conversations come from a lot of like single people, yeah. which is like, it could get annoying, like yeah. hanging around like people, not necessarily single people, but right. the single like promiscuous people. Yeah. The single toxic people. Yeah. I don't yeah. hang around single toxic people. Yeah. I'm a person that aspires. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm anti-marriage or for marriage i wouldn't mind being married or being in a serious relationship but i can't be around a bunch of toxic single dudes that be like yeah i'm trying to fuck her too her right here she look good yeah i'm trying to fuck i'm just like hey man chill out bro we old man like i'm 35 man that's maybe i was having those conversations probably at 26 yeah like i'm just it just i'm not interested in that man i'm just i'm trying to actually grow I, i'm i'm looking five years down the line i don't i don't i don't like I don't plan my day around pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't plan my day around like, yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to get the pussy. Yeah. That's just stupid. That's, ch- that's very childish. It starts to become this thing where like guys like that will hang out and um, the, the, the they start to randomly bring up 
first of all, like they're scrolling through Instagram all yeah. day. Right? Oh my god! So then the the, the uh, conversations start to circle around. So they could be talking about the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like, man, the Lakers better win tonight. The Lakers better win tonight. And then they scroll into Instagram and be like, hey, bro, I think she throwing it at me. Like, oh I'm about my. to hit her. Oh, my God. And be like, then, then it sparks a whole conversation about whatever. It's yeah, like, so. hey, well, she smashed my cousin. I'm trying to smash her, too. Yeah. And you'd be like, bro, you guys got to grow the fuck up. Yeah. You got to grow up, man. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. We're too old, man. Yeah, too old, man. It's just bad energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to beat that this topic over the head. But mm-hmm. I, I just think that energy becomes more important depending especially where you're trying to go yeah you know you can't be a person okay imagine this if you're a good person but you got a friend that's like a gangbanger and they always getting into some shit and you're not obviously a gangbanger but you're hanging around them or him a lot yeah your life is going to end up being affected in some capacity based on the fact that you are hanging out with gangbangers yeah Either the police are going to arrest you or somebody's going to shoot you because they think you're affiliated with it. So you don't even want to affiliate yourself with bad energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what happened to all these freaking entertainers and yeah. celebrities. Niggas be from freaking Memphis and then they'll yeah. move to L.A. and they'd be like, oh, I'm a blood now. or I'm So a, stupid. I'm a crip now. I'm like, what? Yeah, I remember Chris Brown was like, he was saying he was a blood. Like, Chris Brown, you dance, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I, and you know what's weird is? You know, this is why I know women love Chris Brown more than probably any musician ever. Chris Brown is a fake blood and beat up Rihanna, and they still love this guy. Yeah. Isn't that, He can't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong. That's crazy. Yeah, and That's the, influence. Yeah, super influence. Oh, my God. Chris Brown is my boyfriend. Keep saying that. And he's going to knock you upside your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, switching gears. Uh, this is the last one here. Um, okay. Bakersfield keeps making headlines for the wrong reasons, man. Yeah. Just recently, there was a over off of Rosedale, I believe it was. Yeah, I think it was off of Rosedale. Yeah, yeah it was Rosedale Highway. There was a Trump supporting, uh, like Trump supporters on the corner there, and then like some Black Lives Matter um, protesters came up, and then they met. And then this this big this big white guy looked like a like a biker. He got he was like, "You motherfuckers, what are you doing?" Yeah. And then I guess he was like pushing the girls out the way, and then he punched some guy, and he was an agitator. Yeah. He walked towards him and started some shit. I'm not here to say that Trump supporters started shit. I'm not here to say that the Black Lives Matter people are starting shit. But what I will say is, all of you motherfuckers need to go home. Yeah. I like at this point, dude. The protesting and all, it's just dangerous at this point. Yeah. It's dangerous, dude. Everyone needs to fucking go home, man. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously. And it's also a pandemic. Everybody's there with no mask. Like, some people got masks on, some people don't. And it's just like, dude, at this, you need to do something with your life. This tribalistic mindset is ruining things, man. They're not, they're not actually out there changing anything. No, they're not. That's the biggest, the biggest issue. And that they're, like you said, they're just agitators. Um, yeah. You can do that same thing. I think the, the I think the Rosedale, I mean, not the Rosedale, but the, the conservative people were there first. Yeah. And then the Trump supporters went out. I mean, God dang. The, 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 the Biden, Black Lives Matter, all these people, they went out there afterwards yeah. and, you know, tried to post up right next to them. Yeah, but it, it's it's perfectly okay for them to do what they're doing. Yeah, so just let them be and let the, them you be, know, man. In those those white areas, um, quote unquote, <laughs> um, and then come and spread the voting information to the people in our community. Yeah, like true. you don't have to you don't have to be right next to them because you're yeah. just you're just 
basically making people mad. A hundred percent. Everybody's got to go home. And then you're holding Trump signs and stuff and or you're holding Black Lives Matter signs. I get it. You support it. But at the end of the day, you're just saying, I stand for this. What does that help? Yeah. I stand for this. What does that help? That's not doing anything. What, what if I stood on the corner with a flag that said, I like thick Mexican women? What does that help? It may get some thick Mexican women to throw some pussy at you. And you know what? I'm getting the sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. TMW. That's hilarious, man. Can you imagine holding that sign? What kind of reception you would get? <laughs> thick lives matter. Thick lives matter. Thick lives matter. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just in a nutshell, man, folks, you got to go home. And what's fucked up too is Bakersfield. It's not all good or all bad. Yeah, I'm not gonna say Bakersfield's. Oh, it's just a horrible place, and this yeah. is racist. Bakersfield is racist, but it's also good people here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Two things could be true. Yeah, some people say it ain't racist here. You just want to say it's racist because you're black and you but like no motherfucker. It is racist as fuck, but it's also good people here. Yeah. Two things are true. It's not a completely horrible city. There's some people with good hearts out here. People like to justify racism, too. Yeah. He's like, just because I called you a nigger doesn't mean I'm racist. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody would really say that. They would, man. In 2020? Just because I hate black people doesn't mean I'm racist. Well, that's the definition of racism. That's the definition of it, man. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm not racist just because I don't want you know cornbread and fried chicken all over my <laughs> all over my neighborhood. I don't want cornbread or fried chicken in my neighborhood. I don't want the property level, the property value to go down over here. Okay, <laughs> that does not make me racist because I love my country. That makes me racist. You're like, no, uh, my God, dude, you fucking don't get it, man. That's funny. And one man. of the one of the uh, the Trump supporters <clears throat> was uh. He's like, oh, well, we're racist. And then somebody said, you don't have any people of color here. Yeah. And he's like, where's a black guy? There was a black guy here. Hey, 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 where's that black guy from earlier? <laughs> I swear to God, he said this. I swear to God, <laughs> he said this. Is that the protest? This is at the protest. That's yeah. funny. It, the white dude was where's like, where's that black guy? Yeah, where's, that, where's that black kid who was here earlier? Where's the black kid at? I'm like, come on, man. That's funny, bro. Come on. Don't try to like look for the token black guy to prove yeah. you have diversity. Yeah. Like, just stop it, bro. Mm-hmm. I just think everyone needs to fucking chill. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to one protest. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I don't support the protest. It's because I'm not invested. I got real, I got <laughs> things I'm doing in my life, man. Yeah. And you know, and and I'm a busy dude. I'm on a truck, and when I'm off, I'm just trying to do things that add value to myself. I'm not trying to go to the protest and you know end up getting in a fight man like no nah. yeah i was out there when they were uh i went to one that was a long time it was ago. it was more peaceful at that time yeah but then you start to see you start to see a divide obviously between the conservatives and the liberals but mm-hmm. also between like the the people that were uh on the same side there was like an extreme version of people yeah cuz what, what what was happening was there were some pastors up there and they were praying and it got it got annoying because they got long winded and it was like 10 pastors praying and they were really? just saying the same thing. It was weird. But um, <laughs> in the middle of that, there was another group of people that was marching around downtown. So oh, wow. in the middle of the pastor praying is people chanting as they're they're just what? walking through the people standing in front of the police department. Oh, wow. It was it was weird. So that's when I was just like, this is some weird energy. Like, I got to get out of here. There was a chick that was uh, at a at a Trump like support. Like it was like a parade mm-hmm. and she had a mask and she had a, like like big black dildos attached to her mask. People. Oh I swear God. to God, it was the most weird, bizarre shit I've ever seen. And I don't know what it, and it had like some nappy Afro hair over the top of the penises. 
it was like the most racist, weird, like, I'm like thinking like, lady, what? People don't even know how to protest. That was, I don't know what the fuck it was. That's not, that's not, what is that? I don't know what it means. I don't know what she was trying to do. Was she must go into like a fucking uh, Black Cox Matter movement. I don't know what the yeah. fuck she was doing, but it was literally black dildos. Black Cox have never been oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> black, black Cox getting white pussy. Black Cox getting Mexican pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh my god man that was just so weird people are weirdos man yeah the lady literally had like black dildos duct taped to a face mask that's strange yeah and it, there are people that are just weirdos the same people that are giving death threats to danny danny uh green's fiance these yeah. are the same people that are involved with the political climate yeah. it's so stupid man yeah you said the best thing you were like these are the people we expect to you know, pick Holding a good president. Yeah. yeah, people throwing their face mask all over the all over the ground. Yeah. These are the same people we expect to vote in elections. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what it, I think it's because I'm getting older. I can't stand people that that litter and make trash all over the fucking yeah. ground. Oh, it makes me mad. This lady threw a cigarette out on the road at the just last night. Yeah, and it just really ticked me off, man. I think I'm definitely I'm gonna be one of those old motherfuckers that's like, get off my yard, you know? Yeah, get out of my yard. I'm that way, even with like food. <laughs> like if I see somebody, I don't say it obviously to everybody, right. but like you know, people that I comfortable with saying it to, mm-hmm. like if they throw something like a. a a banana peel on the ground or something. Oh, yeah. It's biodegradable, but it's it's still littering, though. Yeah, don't throw a banana peel on the ground because you could slip on that. <laughs> Have you not played Mario Kart? <laughs> Do you not understand that that's dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you were on that last lap on Mario Kart? It's like... Dun, 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 and they hit you with a fucking red shell. You be like, yeah. you motherfucker. That's the worst. Damn. Right by the finish line. You know, I was, I was an asshole with that green shell because it could only shoot straight. And then some, the person in front of you would be trying to swerve, and I would hit them every time. You know what I would do? What? Sometimes you could. There's a way you can like hold it, and it like you know how you sometimes you get the three shells. Uh-huh. There's a way you can hold it, and it spins around, and it spins around, and then you just bump the person like oh, next to you, and then yeah, it just hit them. And it yeah. hits them. That's yeah. right. I used to do that a lot. I was a fucking boss at Mario Kart, bro. <laughs> That'd be dope. I think it'd be dope if, if, you know, eventually we have a live podcast and then we have Mario Kart and then I could just whoop all of y'all ass. <laughs> That'd be dope. Yeah. It'd be like, who can beat Eddie Mario on Mario Kart? I have my Switch too, so that'd be cool. Yeah. We yeah. just a whole podcast just mm-hmm. whooping all our listeners' asses in Mario Kart. Yeah. That'd be dope to have just like a little community event. Yeah, that'd be dope. We, you know, we don't, we don't have the huge following yet, but when we do, we want to do some fun <clears> shit, man. Yeah. Definitely. For sure, man. Well, it looks like we're going to wrap this thing up, man. So if you've been listening and you made it to the end of the podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for thank you for listening to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're out of here. Peace.